Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Friar Place. I'm Irving Fryer, the host here at the Friar Place, where the conversations are fire. You know it. You've been here. You've heard it. You've seen it. We've got another great show for you on today. Y'all come on in the room. I see there's quite a few of you who have uh, joined us at this point. Uh-oh. My earplug went bad. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Always something we're dealing with with modern technology. What's going on, Richard? What's going on, Hope? Good to see y'all. Uh, we have a great show for you today. This is, listen, I'm, before we get into, you know, our sponsors and all that kind of stuff, you all know who have been following us, uh, who have subscribed, uh, who have been supporting the Friar Place. Thank you very much. Oh, oh yeah. Somebody says something about, what's going on, Dawn? Somebody says something about my Dolphins gear. Let me, let me get this straight now. I am a former Miami Dolphin, so I can wear Dolphins gear. Y'all stop mm -hmm. tripping. Okay. Yes, I'm an Eagles fan, but don't be tripping, cause <laughs> don't trip, cause I'm I am a former Dolphins. They 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 paid me to work there, so I can wear Dolphins gear. Leave it alone. I had my hat on. I put my hat down because it was messing with my camera, cause the camera couldn't see my face. But I had my hat on. Don't make me put my hat back on. And uh, what's going on, Wanda? Don't make me put my hat. It's kind of crooked. My hat's kind of crooked. Don't make me put my hat back on. <laughs> I'm gonna take it off. Because my camera was acting funky. Um, but y'all listen, Kiki, what's going on? Good to see you. I need you all to stay on today and pay attention. Because this is, this is. I mean, in the past, we've had, obviously, some great 
personalities. We've had some some famous former football players, you know, Hall of Famers, people like that. But the more, and I'm going to call him Cat because that's, that's old school. That's what I do. The more I read this Cat's bio <laughs> that we're going to have on today, the more impressed I am. Because what he's doing is what life is supposed to be all about. Uh, but before we get there, we got to, you know, we got to announce or acknowledge at least some of our sponsors. You know, this is here at the Fireplace. We're with Green Legion. Yeah. And Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio. The Gambler. 102.5 Philadelphia. Watch this. ENJ Mobile Cigar Lounge. ENJ can be found on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yeah. ENJ Mobile Cigar Lounge can be found at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at EJ Mobile Cigar Lounge. The website is www.ej Mobile Cigar Lounge. ENJ will come to you for any occasion or any event. Yeah, ENJ is a premier luxury mobile cigar and hookah lounge in the Philadelphia area. So call or text 215-806-3999 and ask for EJ. Call or text 215-806-399. Did I say 806 the first time? I think I did. 215-806-3999 and ask for EJ. What's going on, Richard? Uh you're waiting for my, Richard said, I'm waiting for your commanders. No, I'm not wearing any commanders gear. I'm not wearing any, and I don't call them commanders. I call them the Redskins. That's what they were when I played them, played with them. And I'm just hooked on that name. I can't get myself to call them. I just can't, my mind won't change to call the Washington Redskins, the Washington commanders. Yeah. So it's just not going to happen. So y'all come on in the room. Keep letting me know who is here with us today. I see all of you. We've got quite a few in. Keep on coming. Those of you who are on Facebook, please, I would prefer and you would should prefer to go over to YouTube, search, um, search the Friar Place and subscribe to the Friar Place. Some of you are on my Facebook personal page. Uh, I would prefer and you should prefer to go over to YouTube and subscribe to the Friar Place. It's a better picture, better sound, better quality. Listen, I'm gonna bring this brother in, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just give him his accolades after I bring him in. But uh, he's a guy who is a servant leader. He is a man, a young man, 38 years old, three kids, 38 years old, and all the stuff that he does. I just don't know how he does it. It's amazing. Greg Myers, what's going on? Focus, ambition. What's going on, y'all? That's uh. That's Sid. What's going on, Sid? <laughs> uh, Greg, good to see you all the way out in Nebraska. That's what I'm talking about. Support all the way from Nebraska. Um, but this guy that we have on today, he is a servant leader. He's doing some phenomenal stuff. What's going on, Shelly? He's doing some phenomenal stuff right here in Burlington County. I had no idea, no idea, no clue that all of this was going on. I knew there was a necessity for what he has his hand in and his mission, his vision, and where his heart is and his servitude in the community. But I had no idea that this was going on. Uh, Seiya Omuso is his name. Yeah, I'm a, I said it. I said it right. Did I say it right, man? Excellent. <laughs> That's the last time I'm going to say his name. I'm going to say it. Amuso, that's it. I'm not saying it anymore because I don't want to mess it up. We call him Coach O, y'all. He's Coach O. How you doing, bro? How are you? 
I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you again for having me on today. Man, listen, when you came on into the green room before the show, I was expecting, you know, I'm reading this this bio and all. I was expecting someone older, not an old man like me, but at least someone, you know, you're 38 years old and you you've accomplished so much. I'm going to read some of this in a minute, but um how, what what is that in you? I mean, when we look people like myself, my age and my generation, I'm a baby boomer. I'm 60 years old. And the baby boomers are getting older now. Um, We're kind of starting to leave the workforce and your generation is starting to take over the workforce. But man, we have so, when you talk to baby boomers who own businesses, you talk to baby boomers who have lived their lives a certain way, there's a challenge when it comes to, you know, igniting the next generation and getting them to become a part of the workforce and do it with integrity and do it consistently and do it over time and eliminating that mentality of entitlement that seems to, you know, exude (laughs) through, through that generation or in that generation, it seems to dominate. Um, What is it in you as a young man, 38 years old that, that, that started this ball rolling and keeps it going, man. How, How did you develop that mentality? Yeah, I think, um, you know, first, you, you know, I gotta, I can't, I can't give any answer without giving credit to mommy, you know, so, you know, I'll shout out mom and, you know, my father, you know, I think they really helped uh, instill a lot of those principles in me, but also, you know, um, you know, as an athlete, you know, I played at a competitive level. I think that also really gave me, you know, the type of mentality when addressing things in my community that was needed. And that's like the hunger, the desire, you know, um, the want to see change in real action. And I think that has always been my motivating factor is that I want to see change, but I'm not willing just to speak about it. I'm willing to get out there and be competitive and, you know, work towards doing it. And I think that gets me up every morning, you know, um, to, to want to see change in my community. That is absolutely, I'm, I'm going to read some of this. And this is, this is not, this is not coach O bragging on himself. You all, this is me bragging on on this brother because he's I mean and I'm not even going to scratch the surface of all this stuff it's it's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of stuff here (laughs) on this paper but but uh he's a founder and we're going to talk about this founder and executive director of the opportunity league he's been the founder and the director since 2009 he's received his bachelor's degree in marketing from Cabrina is that Cabrina University yep Cabrina University after five years of award-winning corporate marketing. (laughs) Yeah, Coach O changed careers, responding to the needs of those in his community. In 2009, he founded the Opportunity League, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. The organization focuses on building communities by providing opportunities for youth, and this is really good, youth, adults, and community development. As the founder of the organization, now serves over 300, hear me now, over 300 households Annually, that's not 300 people, that's 300 households. So you probably times that by three or four, that's 300 households annually and has expanded up. This cat, 38 years old, expanded operations to countries of Ghana, Nigeria and Haiti, where we know there's issues. We know there's challenges and is now in the development of villages Community Marketplace, a community-based grocery store food hub right here in Burlington County. 
I'm going to stop right there. There's so much more I could talk about or, 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 or t- say to acknowledge this young man. But tell us, please tell us, tell us about the Opportunity League. I think your, your mission statement is, is phenomenal. Um, but just go through that and let people know. And then, I mean, we're going to continue to talk and we're going to give people an opportunity to, to uh, get involved and find out how they can help you out, how they can be a part of this. But tell us, tell us about the Opportunity League. Yeah, absolutely. So the Opportunity League, um, the genesis of the Opportunity League was um, uh, an opportunity for me to speak and engage with young people in my community. Um, And initially it was just about uh, teaching them about business marketing, business finance, business administration, and just kind of like allowing our students to understand what the business world looks like. Um, and then giving them a real practical application by operating in the, you know, working the basketball leagues we had at the time and working the basketball games so that they could see how finance worked when it came to concessions or marketing worked when it came to advertising um, or business administration work when it came to tying this all in. And um, then we would give a scholarship out at the end. And what actually took place is that the response from the students, the response from the local schools, the response from the parents, the response from you know my peers around me was tremendous. Um, and it was uh, you know it was a great responsibility uh, that was given to us to uh, push it forward and make sure that we created something and somewhere for young people, adults, and 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 seniors to be able to have a space to grow, to develop, and to have uh, opportunities. Um, so today. We have a baseball program that has won the Tri-State Elite, um, I think, once in 2020. Uh, We had a basketball program, uh, which was AAU specifically, that traveled up and down the East Coast. Uh, It was nationally ranked. I now support other AAU programs like Detail U uh, and uh, and a few other local groups in the area. Um, And then we tie all of that in um, because we have active bodies, because we have students who are eager and passionate and hungry for the the sport world, we want to make sure that they're well-rounded because as you know, brother, you know, sports only lasts for a moment, you know, it's finite. Um, And same thing with me, I was an athlete, you know, and then once that that light turns off, you know, you have to start thinking about what's next, where where do you wanna go, what do you wanna do? And so we started to develop programs in the way of STEM, starting from middle school, Um, that's science, technology, engineering, arts for us and math, um, so STEAM. Um, and so we introduced them to careers and um, educational opportunities from uh, third grade. And now actually this year, uh, starting from kindergarten, um, so that they, it de- demystifies the, uh, the, the difficulty or the stress of having a, um, a specific career, whether that's solar or uh, medical or construction or and engineering or, you know, there's so many different categories that we try and touch on so that students have an opportunity to really uh, dive in and understand it before it becomes a scary thing. Um, And so now today, yeah, we have STEAM programs, we have college readiness programs, we have leadership programs, we still support basketball, we have baseball programs, um, we have camps. Uh, we have social enterprise programs where we teach entrepreneurship through our print shop. We make custom gear and, uh, you know, and then also we are addressing health and nutrition in our community, which is really, really what I want to dive into um, today in the way of our grocery, grocerant is what we're calling it, a, a grocery store slash restaurant. So, 
that's I mean that's just stupid what you do with all that stuff man that's crazy I don't mean, I mean when I say stupid I mean that in a positive way yeah. the way you know the vernacular that we use today we say stupid that means you know the yeah. kids that means something good but yeah. man that's just my gosh and you're just rattling it off because it's in you it's in yeah. you and it's your vision and man it's just awesome and we're just scratching the surface I, I want to address this uh this point that Wanda made. What's up, Wanda? I see you, Vinny. David Hunt, thank you so much for your support. I, I love you, brother. You just, you keep coming every week and you keep supporting. But I want to put this comment up and have you, uh, um, have you respond to it, uh, Coach O. Uh, Wanda said that in the Burlington County Times, you gave 12 points of advice. Wanda, Wanda's not up here, but she's around. <laughs> Wanda, I'm not sure where you live. I think she lives down south. Um, but she used to be up in this area. Um, but she said in the Berlin County Times, you gave 12 points of advice. You want to talk about those 12 points of advice? Oh, man, you, you're putting me on the spot. Here. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, well, let me do this. Let me do this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, and you know what? I thought about that before I put it up. I'm like, man, he might not yeah. remember what those 12 points are. That's a lot of points. One or two of them. But think, of, think, just think, keep it in the back of your mind. Uh, here's what I want to do. Give us one of, because I know you know some of these. You, know, you talk about, you talk, you talked about how much you with particularly with uh, steam with science, technology, engineering, arts and math. One of your success stories, one that you're 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 particularly proud of with one of these either young people or someone that was an adult that came through your program and now has become a successful or a contributor, positive contributor to society. So I would say this first, before I say anything, I have um, had the honor and the blessing of having, you know, several dozens, maybe, you know, well beyond dozens, maybe hundreds of students who are doing amazing work. And I don't want to discount or shortchange them because I'm truly proud of the hundreds, uh, possibly thousands of young people that I've worked with. Um, but when I typically talk about some of the success stories that we have, um, some names come to mind because one of the young men is right here in our building. Um, he's the youngest uh, councilman in the state of New Jersey. Uh, he started his own nonprofit uh, in lieu of some of the work that we do here. I think, um, you know, uh, it's been a, quite a bit inspiration to him. He started with me when he was in, uh, a, I think it was his freshman summer, sophomore year. Uh, so he's about 14, 13 years old. And today, you know, he runs a successful nonprofit in Camden, mentoring young men and, uh, you know, giving them an opportunity to play basketball. He does a scholarship program with uh, Beyond, um, or excuse me, the Give Back Foundation, where they do free room and board tuition for four years. Uh, and he is one of the people who come to mind. His name is Councilman Ricardo Dale from Beverly, uh, right here uh, down the road from Burlington City. Uh, I have another young man who works with him, Marcus Roberts Deloach, who similar, he's written and published, you know, I think five or six books at this point. Um, he's a head coach at a high school in Pennsylvania. You know, he, I was honored enough to witness, be the witness for his marriage, you know. Um, uh, so just a, another amazing story. Uh, I have a young lady by the name of Zaniah Lewis who has uh, traveled to South Africa with the NBA Players Association and 
taught basketball to kids in uh, South Africa with Chris Paul. She's interviewed Michelle Obama while she was in office. But more important than any of that, she has gone to the New Jersey state legislation and changed the scholarship displacement, which um, her, the name of her organization is called Yes, She Can Campaign. Her name is Zania Lewis. And she's doing amazing work uh, in the state of New Jersey. And she's currently in law school. Uh, we have young men who've played for us like uh, Taj Harris, who is a Palmyra kid, went to Syracuse uh, University and set all types of records in football for receptions and touchdowns and the whole nine yards. We have a young man we just spoke about a moment ago in Lance Ware, who started here um, in the Opportunity League uh, back when he was in eighth grade and just, you know, went from this little lanky kid to us watching him on uh, national uh, national TV in the NCAA tournament this year. You know, uh, Latrell Reed was in the tournament last year from St. Peter's. So I can go on and on and on. I can't talk about one of my students. So many more, you know, so, uh, yeah. That's, uh, I mean, it speaks for itself. I'm, 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 I'm so impressed right now. I'm like in awe, you know, forget all of the people that have been on the show, you know, these great athletes and hall of famers, this is what life is all about. You know, it's, it's amazing. You know, it's, it's said that the measure of someone's life is gauged by how many people they help while they're here. If you are able to help someone while you're here, that's why we're supposed to, that's what we're supposed to do while we're here is to reach out and to help those in need and they help someone in need. And if everyone helps someone, everyone would be helped. Everyone would, would have what they need. So man, it's it's um, I'm listen. I'm going to commit right now. You need you have you have access to me through uh, Push Boy Sid and Isaiah. You have access to me. I am going to, and I'm busy, but I'm going to make myself available to you because what you're doing is what I'm all about. That's what I've always done. Uh, maybe not in the capacity that you're doing it, and we're going to get to the grocery store in a, in a minute, <laughs> but. You're doing this in in, and the plan, the vision is just phenomenal. You you have a vision, or you have in place the five stages that you address in someone's life. You know, from the time that they're a child in elementary school. Talk about that, and 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 how that uh, came about, and how you use that to to get people on track and to focus and to maximize themselves in each one of those stages in their lives. Talk about those five stages. Oh, absolutely. So to me, I always, um, I'm, I would like to say that I like to observe and reflect. That's kind of the way that I take information in. And having gone through the education system, like all of us, I kind of, um, at the end of my time, took a moment to like really observe, uh, you know, reflect on what I had experienced. And um, looking back at elementary school, looking back at middle school, I started to realize that, you know, school probably wasn't, you know, isn't articulated to us um, really what it's about, like what it is designed for, what it is, you know, the, the maturation process that we're actually experiencing and um, how it impacts us. And so I, and in looking at that, um, I wanted to make sure that we had Okay. All right, he froze. Uh, we're going to bring him back. I don't see him. 
but y'all that you got to really admire what this man, this young man is doing right now. I think he just went off. He's going to come back in. Uh, yeah. He signed off his, uh, his camera or his phone must've frozen, which again, when you're doing this live, you have, you take the chance of something like that happening, happening. Um, he's not here in studio. Sometimes that's why we bring people here in the studio, but sometimes we don't bring people here in the studio and we do things remotely. There he comes. Here he comes. We do things remotely and um, there's a chance this kind of stuff could happen. So we're going to bring him back and see if he's, there he is. (laughs) You good? This is, I, I was just, I was just explaining to everybody that sometimes this happens when you're doing things remotely, you know, sometimes it works out perfectly, you know, and there's no hitches. There's no glitches. Sometimes it does. And I watch, you know, when you're watching some of the major networks, you see glitches and things like that happen. So I'm, I, I get, I get uh, settled with myself when I see glitches like that happening with the major networks. I'm not a major network, not by any stretch of the imagination, but it's just, yep. it's modern technology. So, so, so uh, yeah, go ahead and continue with what you were talking about yep. in terms of the elementary and the middle school and high school and college and adulthood. For sure. For sure. So, yeah. And, and don't worry, technology, we're used to it, you know, things happen, but um, no, what I was saying is that just uh, from my observation and reflection uh, from my academic experience, um, from my educational experience and from the experience of those around me, um, you know, I, I wanted to make sure that we were addressing things that I don't think um, we're ever really taught. And, and, and one is the mentality uh, of what is exp- what students are experiencing in these different age ranges, in these different uh, times in their academic journey, starting from kindergarten and fine motor skills and, you know, elementary school, just getting the basics down and, you know, just becoming settled in yourself. And then going into middle school, which I think is extremely important. It's an extremely important time in everyone's life um, where there's a lot of social emotional learning. You'll find that a lot of our middle schoolers, that's when they're real physical. You know, I was just at my daughter's uh, and my son's uh, little dance, their first and second grade dance here. And they're running into each other. They're doing all these things. You know, they're running all over the gym. And um, that's the time where a lot of fights are happening because they don't know how to express themselves in positive ways or articulate their emotions. And so our STEM club for our uh, third grade to eighth grade allows a space and a place for um, middle school students to interact with each other, to learn new things, to have different experiences and uh, explore different topics. And then as we transition into high school, uh, then it becomes about uh, systems of accountability learning that you know you're uh, accountable for your actions you're accountable for your schedule you're accountable for the outcomes in which you you know uh, design um, whether your parents are involved or not and so we create leadership programs in that space we have college readiness programs in that space we um, allow for internships where high school students can work through their school to be able to have a, a on-site physical, real experience in a topic that they are passionate about. And then as we transition past high school, um, it kind of branches off into two different directions. Either you're going to college or some type of academic institution, or you're going into the real world and the real uh, in the workforce. And so as a workforce development organization as well, we um, are partnering with organizations to offer career opportunities, to offer certificate programs through RCBC, Um, and other institutions to allow us, our our young people and our community to still have a livable wage, 
um, in a respectable and decent um, uh, career um, and and to be able to own, you know, uh, their community, to be able to be uh, an, a contributor in their, in their community. Um, and we continue past there because, uh, you know, uh, life doesn't stop once you have a job. We realize that there's a lot of um, things that we need, that I needed personally, which is why um, it was passionate to me, like first-time homebuyer, credit, you know, business acumen, um, entrepreneurship. These are things that we offer to our adult population to teach and learn and, um, and really uh, uh, take in. Um, and then lastly, we have a senior program where we uh, work with other senior programs to allow our senior citizens to have a space to re-enter the workforce if that's something that they're interested in doing or give back to their community. And so we have uh, currently in our office, we have four awesome, amazing seniors that, you know, help keep this ship afloat. So, uh, yeah, you know, we try to make sure that it's well-rounded. Wow, that's just I'm just in awe. I am. You, you keep talking and the more you, the more information you spit out, the more impressed I am uh, that things are so organized, that things are so uh, oiled and you've got the cooperation of these young people, man. Uh, this is, I have a question. I see, uh, I see you, uh, brother pastor Winsley, God bless you. And Wanda or, or Wanda's on and Cheryl Williams. God bless you. Thank you for being with us today. This is kind of off a little bit, but it is is attached to what it is you just addressed, and that is okay. You talk about you know elementary kid kids, elementary school kids, and middle school, and then high school, and they're so influenced. And I know this has to be a challenge for you. They're so influenced by social media. Oh, yeah. what, what kinds of I mean, and maybe this is for parents who may be watching or who may watch this, who have, whether it's middle school kids or even elementary school kids or high school kids in your home and you're trying and you're struggling. You know, there's a challenge between, you know, mm -hmm. what you're trying to teach them, what you're trying to impart into their lives uh, based on your beliefs. But there's always this struggle, this this pull from social media about with everyone else's opinions <laughs> and their their peers and all of that that's going on and approval that people seek through social media, what kind of challenges or what kind of things do you do to overcome those challenges? Uh, to, and maybe this, what you're going to say is going to help some of us as parents or those of us that are parents with our children. Yeah, for sure. Um, first I would say, um, it is a natural thing for children not to listen to their parents. <laughs> so what, so what I try to do is just be reverberate the messages that um, parents would. Uh, uh oh, <laughs> he just went out this time. <laughs> he must be in a bad area. Uh oh, he's he's trying to fix it. Uh, I, no, oh there you go. Hold on. I'm I'm <laughs> let me see. Let me see. Are you back? Yeah, you're back. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> doesn't want us to be great today it's okay, so, it's okay. no this and that's you know listen and this is this is just a preaching moment i'm gonna sneak a preach right here um you know when you when you're doing good things first of all the enemy there's evil in the world and the enemy is not gonna let you just walk into your destiny he's not gonna just let you do what you've been purposed here on the earth to do without any resistance and the message that you have and what you were getting ready to say or articulate 
with regards to social media and our young people, somebody obviously needs to hear this. It's going to be a gem. It's going to be a nugget that's going to help push someone or lead someone or guide someone in the right direction in terms of dealing with their child and social media. So that's all it is. It, I'm, and I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm just really impressed, brother, that you have that much influence and the enemy is that scared of you. That's right. <laughs> Go ahead. Yep. No, it's, it's um, you know, like, like I was saying earlier, I think that it's natural for young people to not listen to their parents. So our goal is to reinforce a lot of the, you know, the wisdom that was imparted on us and the information that parents, you know, are really trying to get across to our students. Um, there's a few ways that we look at it. One, through sports, it's, you know, that's the one thing that is active, you know, through basketball, through baseball, through soccer, through football, um, no matter what, as an athlete, you know, you kind of have a captive audience. So we are able to kind of reinforce those things. Um, and then, you know, as far as social media goes, uh, you know, occupying our kids time, right, you know, making sure that social media is not the uh, the you know the the heavier counterweight on their diet of exercise through the day, right? Um, so that's why a lot of our programs are more fun. They're like club based, you know, where it's a social environment where they're talking to each other. Because you're right, kids do not get an opportunity to get out and talk to each other outside of school, and so they're not maybe having the same type of conversations that um, they they need in order to be successful. So that being in clubs, being in um, organizations and being in, uh, you know, social settings are extremely important. That's how we grew up. And so we were able to navigate life and navigate society and, you know, um, understand accountability in a different way. So the students that we typically see today don't typically have that because the only social setting they have is either sports or school. They don't get to talk about what relationships look like, or what living alone on a co college campus looks like, um, what a career looks like, what their passions are, which is extremely important to me. And that's usually how I, um, you know, speak to our students is understanding and just listening to them, understanding what their passions are, um, and then figuring out a way to allow them to explore that passion so they can make a decision quicker in their life. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. But I, I think Wanda, let me throw up the comments window wanda said that she looked it up watch this <laughs> make each day your masterpiece uh the carrot is mightier than a stick make greatness attainable by all seek uh significant change don't look at the scoreboard uh adversity yeah. is your asset yes <laughs> adversity so. is your asset if you see it that way Yes. If I'm getting pushback, that must mean I'm doing something like we just talked about with, you know, you popping in and popping out and this whole, you know, setup, you know, having some issues. But yes, adversity, it comes because there's 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 progress that you're making and you're going to get pushback. And we if we see it that way, then that changes our perception and perspective about what it is we're doing and helps us to continue to press on and move forward. Go ahead. I'm, I don't want to stop you, but go. Yeah. <laughs> So the lessons of leadership is something that uh, is near and dear to me. Um, so when you had mentioned it earlier, I was saying that I was put on spot because, uh, you know, uh, I had to remember all of them. But most of them are things that I kind of, you know, hammer, uh, hammer away at every single day. And one of those things is the adversity. Adversity, um, you know, it, w when coaching and speaking to young people, um, for me, 
adversity maketh a man, right? Adversity is the thing that we need in order to develop the character that we are going to become. And so uh, adversity is an asset when you look at it. And that's what the role of a mentor or someone in your life who you're speaking to um, should, should address and should continue to speak about, right? Adversity is one of those things that really help to define and develop who you are. One of the other things that I love to talk about is it takes 10 ha hands to make a basket. That is a true communal, a community uh, essence, right? Um, the work that I do here, I can't take full credit for. The work that you know I do at the college, I can't take full credit for. You know, uh, any work that's I, uh, would be considered a great work is usually done with a great team or a great group of uh, individuals. It doesn't have to be a large group, um, but it does take several hands to make to weave a basket. And so we talk about that in the way of collaboration, self-sacrifice, ego-free. You know, just being able to work in groups um, collaboratively to accomplish a mission. And so um, the 12 lessons of leadership is something that is um, just something that resonates within our organization. That's awesome, man. We haven't even talked about this yet, but uh, talk about the uh, the Burlington Food Access Network. I mean, you, you just, I don't understand how you're doing all of this. I mean, I'm not nearly as busy as you and the things that I have to do. I can't get them all done. <laughs> get them all done, but you're doing several things and you're doing them at a pot, you know, a, a high level uh, of success. Uh, but talk about the fact that there is a food, good food, healthy food deficiency in certain areas in our country. And you've created this food, uh, Burlington food access network to combat that. Yep. So the Burlington city food access network, which is a BC fan um, came together uh you know, in in, um, in in kind of a, a interesting way, we were uh, solicited by another organization to think about healthy uh, options in our community, um, and then we became part of this group. Uh, the group consisted of the Burlington uh, City School District, the uh, Burlington City Police Department, the Burlington County Health Department. Um, you know, City of Refuge, which is one of our local uh, uh, clergy. Um, and so, um, and, and I think there might have been one or two other groups as well. And we all came together to have a conversation about what we were seeing happening in the community in 2019 and 2020. That was exasperated in 2020 by the pandemic. And the thing that was blaring to us was that there was a absolute food crisis that was going on here in Burlington City, all right? Um, the pantries were overflown. Um, people weren't really given access to uh, healthy food options. And so um, as a group, we decided that we wanted to do whatever it took to work together. Oh, and the Burlington City Municipality as well. They've been awesome um, to work together to be able to, you know, combat these things. And what we decided was, one, we need to have an ecosystem of organizations that can provide um, certain different uh, uh, technical ability, different, you know, uh, uh, just background, just different ability in general. Um, and that then came to, okay, now we have all of these things and all of these people and, you know, what do we do with it now? And, and I think for me, uh, I was driving up High Street. So if anybody's familiar with uh, Burlington City, um, back in 2020, during the pandemic, I was driving up High Street and I saw um, uh, one of our senior citizens walking up the street with one of the push carts. And in that push cart 
was bags from Save-A-Lot, which at that time is across both lanes of Route 130 on the other side of the highway, up about three or four blocks. And I thought to myself, wow, one, this woman could be my grandmother. And if my grandmother had to walk across Route 130, you know, two lanes um, down the street and back with all these grocery stores, there is a big issue. There is a major issue. And, um, you know, that um, brought me to the conclusion that it would be important to have an actual community grocery store um, slash uh, community uh, marketplace. Um, in the city of Burlington that is easily accessible. Um, what actually happened from there is that we realized that this is not just a Burlington city issue. It's a statewide issue. It's a national issue. There's a lot of local communities that don't have access to fresh organic produce at a reasonable uh, price um, and, and so much more. I, I would, and you, you kind of answered my question. I was going to ask that question is something like this, being done something else being done like this across the country and what i mean what brings this about what causes this how 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 do we in the united states of america supposed to be the greatest country in the world how do we have communities that don't have healthy foods that don't have fresh produce that don't have uh vegetables and and the things that people need to, to live healthy lives in terms of the food that they uh, consume. How, how does that happen? Yeah, I think um, from my research and my observation, I mean, a lot of it is historical. You know, I think there's a lot of um, uh, historical practices that um, led to this case scenario. And then also uh, there's a terminology that I um, have investigated for quite some time that I think is important to address to the community, that's important to address with municipalities and you know, different communities, and that is social engineering. Um, and for a long time, you know, if you go into any community, especially black and brown communities, you can name you can list off the top of your head what you're going to see, right? You're going to see the liquor store. You're going to see the, you know, the Chinese, the Asian food store. You're going to see your bodegas. You know, you're going to see kind of like, you know, those features in our, our communities. Um, and we really haven't had an opportunity to um, to grow and develop organically things that are important in our community that visually represent what we would, you know, what we need, and then also our um, operated by people who look like us, who also have an affinity and who have a natural uh, understanding of what we need. And so, um, you know, I think that speaks to some of the causality, like the reason why we're at this point. But, you know, and I don't think that I have all the answers or I know all of the answers or I know, you know, everything that needs to happen. But I hope to be just a inspiration or a beacon to other young people and other people, you know, in the state or across the country to come together and continue to build on solutions like this. Well, you don't need to have all the answers, brother. You're doing something about it. You're doing something about it right where you are. I know there's people all across this country. I think about my friend Deion Sanders and how what he's doing in the football uh, arena, and he's doing it on a actually a worldwide because everybody across the world knows what Deion's doing right now. <laughs> he's doing yeah, it worldwide, yeah. and he's doing in it. He's doing things in a big way uh, and making having a big impact on a on a 
level that most people never have an opportunity to even touch or even sniff. And, but here you are. It, it may not be nationally known. It may not even be known because I didn't know it until today or before yeah. today until we decided to have you push boy and, and my crew with the prior media uh, researched and, and brought you on the show. I didn't know what you were doing, but brother, what's, what's more important? No, they're yeah. both just equally important. There's gotta be boots on the ground. You're the boots on the ground doing the work, doing the hard work, doing that everyday work, doing the roots work that needs to be done in order, so that the big things can get done. So my hat is off to you, brother, for what you're doing, the time that you're spending, the commitment that you have, uh, just your mentality. And I'm going to commit myself to you. Like I said earlier, I'm say it again. Get me involved. You got you have access to me. Tell me what you need. How um, uh, how do people get involved? How do how do we help you out? What do you need from people besides to get the information out? What do you need or how can someone who may not be able to put time in at the grocery store or do something at the school or help you out in certain areas with, you know, the kids, how, how can they help? Yep. So um, if you go to our website, which is theopportunity.org, um, that again is theopportunity.org, um, or if you are on Instagram or Facebook, it's the O League. Um, if you search us and kind of look us up, uh, you'll have an opportunity to fill out, you know, some paperwork, some application to become a volunteer. We call our volunteers change makers. We don't call anybody a volunteer. We call them change makers because that's what we're, we've set out to do. Um, and so we're always looking for change makers in several disciplines from an administrative perspective, just helping with, um, you know, making sure that, uh, all of our T's are crossed and I's are dotted. Um, to a program, uh, uh, volunteerism, you know, if you like working with young people and you can, you know, pass a background check and you want to be active in a young man or young woman's life, we're absolutely looking for that. We're looking for coaches, um, people who want to be mentors and, and, you know, have a lifelong journey with young men and young women um, in that type of impactful way. Uh, we're also always looking for students, you know, high school students and college students and young adults who may not be in school, um, who want to have a unique experience in internships, apprenticeships, um, you know, to be able to pursue their passion. Or uh, for those who are not, um, you know, 100% with what their passion may be, um, to explore maybe some different passions and different pathways. So we have like an agriculture pathway that I, you know, love talking to students about, um, you know, to just kind of expose them to something completely different. So, I mean, do you have to have like a degree? Do you have to, and I'm just asking this cause I know you, I know the answers to it, but I just, maybe someone is thinking this, what's going on, Stu? I see you, bro. God bless you. Um, do you have to have a degree? Is a certain, I mean, they may not, I may not pass. See, I may not pass the background check, so I may not be, <laughs> But do you, are there certain qualifications? <laughs> are there certain, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> are there, certain, yeah. quali <laughs> are there yeah. certain qualifications that you need to have or or do you just need to have a willing heart? Uh, you, you really just need to have a willing heart. This is a marathon. You know, we are not in it for just the, the, the show and glow, you know. So you really need to have a willing heart um, to be able to participate and contribute. And, um, you know, um, in, in regards to, uh, you know, just different backgrounds and whatnot, we have a, a, a 
really large platform or a large uh, group of individuals. So we're um, not in a place of judgment. We want to make sure that our entire community is being served. And whether you have a background or not, for those who are watching and listening, um, it's still worth a conversation because we have so many resources and so many partners and so many affiliations that it's important to really um, work with our entire community. Um, so and, so that's that's one thing. And then also, um, I, I would be remiss to mention for those who are in a position who may not be able to physically participate or physically, you know, um, join in the organization's activities. If, you know, somebody wanted to donate or contribute in any type of way, there's also a donation tab on our page, but also we are doing a, uh, a brick fundraiser. Um, and so we're selling bricks right now for the community marketplace where you can get your name or organization or family or someone who you want to memorialize um, put on a brick and we're going to lay it out in front of the store really, really clean and beautifully um, so that people can see who was a part of this process from its onset, who supported this process from its onset, um, because that is um, extremely important to us as we open up this first, this first uh, community marketplace. Nice, nice. Um, we didn't get to this part, and we we got a couple of minutes left. But but, ladies and gentlemen, this is a young man who's thirty eight years old. Um, he's married, and has three children. Uh, yeah. And one of those children is one years old. Yeah. <laughs> so so what? That's and he's and he's. He's a comp and I didn't even I just scratched the surface with his accomplishments and the things that he's involved with right now. He's on multiple boards. He's on involved in things in the community other than what he is doing in terms of the director and the founder. Uh, he's just he's really, really committed himself to the betterment of his fellow man. And he removes any excuse that any of us would have in terms of you know not giving of ourselves to better our communities to serve others he really does he removes he's got a one just to have a one year at 30 years 38 years old have to to have a one year old child <laughs> and and have a job a job just one job and be married that's to, to do those three things <laughs> at 38 years old and be successful in those three things yeah. that in that in uh, that in and of itself is a handful, is a day full, it's a 24 hour, seven day of a week, seven days of the week job. And yet and still he does all of these other things and not, not, not for himself, not for himself. He's doing it to benefit the lives of others. And I'm just, I'm just totally impressed, bro. It, you are not normal. This is not a normal, you're not normal. This is not normal. You, you were, they call you Coach O because nobody can pronounce your name. So they call so they call you so they, yeah. like I said I said it one time twice in the beginning I'm not even gonna try to say it again but they call you Coach O because you are a coach a basketball coach at Rowan uh, and um, I mean then I guess things evolved into uh, to, to these other entities that you're involved with but talk about your your involvement with coaching how did you get into coaching uh, yeah. obviously you were you were an athlete and you played sports but how did you get into coaching. I had never, you know, never anticipated being a coach. You know, that was uh, something that was completely God's plan. 
Um, you know, I walked into a gym one day, you know, doing work with the Opportunity League, and I was just talking to the students, you know, just talking to them about life, talking to them about their, you know, their pathway, and just, you know, just just kicking it with the students. And um, the, the athletic director over here at Don Academy, you know, Justin Cooper at the time said, you know, wow, you know, you have this affinity to young people, and they are listening, and they they're actually, you know taking this stuff seriously, you know, you, you know, have you ever thought about coaching? And I was like, ah, you know, I don't know about, you know, coaching, you know, um, and he convinced, convinced me. And, you know, I started uh, at Don Academy. I coached there for eight years with Williamson. Um, I had an amazing journey. And then um, I had an opportunity to coach at DeVry University. Um, uh, and then that evolved into, you know, just more opportunities just to just to coach. And one day um, the uh, position opened over at BCC, um, which is now Rowan College at Burlington County. And um, they needed a coach. And uh, fortunately, I was available. And, uh, you know, I coached over at RCBC. We did some amazing things. We had some amazing runs. We, we really um, were able to do some unique things for the, um, the community here. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I've been, you know, just coaching since. It's a, one of the best ways for me to reach out to our young brothers, you know, to talk about life, to just join them on their journey of life. And today, you know, all the years and all the guys that I've coached and all the girls that I've coached, the women that I've coached, I think the biggest blessing for me is the fact that I'm still able to have a relationship with them beyond the years on the court, you know. And so um, if anybody out there is listening, we want athletics back at uh, Rowan College of Burlington County. So, you know, so we can get back to work. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, sports are part of school. You got to have athletics in school. You, you got to have that. But uh, so you're still coaching right now. I am not. I'm not coaching, um, you know, in the traditional sense. You know, I work with my kids. I work with the kids in the community. I volunteer at the rec program because my kids play. Um, but uh, but no, I'm not coaching um, like professionally like I have done in the years prior. When the pandemic hit, the um, unfortunately, um, RCBC decided that athletics was not part of the mission um, moving forward. And so, um, you know, like as I stated, if anyone's listening, we would love athletics back at the college um <laughs> so so yeah you have any predictions for the final four men's women's uh ooh, everybody's out everybody's out now so no predictions you know I, <laughs> you know once princeton won that first game my whole bracket was done i just sat back and watched so <laughs> <laughs> yeah a bunch of brackets got blown up early because the the higher tier schools kentucky and and all, well, UConn's in the Final Four, but those a lot of the higher tier schools they got knocked out early, man. It's it's that's why they call it March Madness. <laughs> right, that's right. March Madness. So so listen before we go, um, just tell the people one more time where they can go, what they can do to support your organizations, whether it's the 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 uh, the marketplace or whether it's yep. the mentoring facility uh, that you have with the, the different stages, whether it's elementary school and, and, and do they need to be specific and how specific do they need to be in terms of what it is they're volunteering for? Oh, absolutely. So um, if you go to our website, theopportunity.org, um, again, that's theopportunity.org, uh, you'll be able to click on the change, major, make the change maker application, uh, which is our volunteering application at the um, top right-hand corner. And that allows you to choose some of the fields or write in some of the things that you may be interested in. Um, so you can always volunteer in that way. 
Um, we always love visitors in our headquarters in Burlington City, which is uh, at 11 West Broad Street, right? Smack dab in the middle of the city, across the street from the train station, so you can always pop in and, you know, uh, meet our great seniors and our staff here, uh, and uh, they can tell you a lot about the organization as well. Um, you can go visit us on social media at the opportunity or the O League um, on Instagram and the O League on uh, Facebook. Uh, and, you know, we would love to hear from you. And uh, yeah, yeah. And you get a chance to talk to me, my wife or our, our HR director, Brenda Johnson, and learn more about the organization and, you know, what you'd like to do. Listen, we're out of time, but we ain't out of time because we got we got to bring you back on the show. Um, I, I really want to get over there and see exactly what it is you're doing and do a whole piece on on both organizations and bring you back. Um, I mean, is there anything like uh, is there anything like this being done somewhere else in the country? Is there a model that you've established? For, first of all, let me say this. I like your taste. I, we get some in common. I like that that uh, that art you have back there in the back, bro. I like that. That's nice. <laughs> that abstracts. Yeah, that is nice. So we got some stuff in common. <laughs> but uh, is there anything like this being done anywhere else in the country, or or are you the first? I mean, I've heard in the past about you know communities that don't uh, have access to healthy foods with regards to being able to go to the grocery store and and why. That is, we won't necessarily get into that, but uh, I've heard that there's been that issue or that challenge across the country, um, and I don't know, and I haven't heard of anyone establishing a marketplace to uh, address that issue, um, but do you know of any other places or any other states in the country where they're doing the same thing, and have you been able to partner with them? Yep. So. Um, I've heard of a few organizations and um, they're in our in our research when we initially started doing this project we wanted to see what was out there and what was available and their success stories and their failures and you know um, and so there was a group in Connecticut that we reached out to um, to understand a little bit about their journey and then my wife and I flew to California actually and met with a group in Inglewood um, called Hanks um, Market which uh, she was a legacy owner. Her father had owned a store that was a liquor store in the community and she converted into a, a community grocery store. Um, and so we were able to learn quite a bit from her as well, some of her successes and failures. Um, but um, I don't know that there's anyone quite like us who's incorporated sports, community engagement, uh, health and nutrition, um, educational and career pathways, you know, and, uh, you know, social enterprise and all of those things uh, together. But, you know, um, as as they say, there's nothing new under the sun. So uh, I can't say definitely there's no one else. But, uh, you know, we we um, we haven't seen too many folks like us. Well, that's well, that's good. And that's not good. <laughs> so we have to do do our part. Yeah, we have to do our part to make it known to to, to see if we can't get this to the point where it's duplicated across the country. Um, Wanda, one, Wanda got a question. Let me put it. it. Yeah, no, they, they get engaged. She's engaged. Wanda says, do you have a community garden? Is there a community garden? That's a good question, Wanda. Yeah. So at the, uh, at the marketplace, uh, there's an entire atrium. There's an entire, I don't know. Uh, it's about, uh, maybe a, a tenth of an acre or so. It's quite a large area. 
Um, and we've dedicated uh, one of our uh, former interns turned staff member, uh, who is now a young engineer at a custom helicopter company, has designed um, a community, a raised community garden bed space. It's a 30 foot by 30 foot, but with all these different components um, uh, within it. And it allows for our, uh, our whole community to participate in growing. Um, and that is going to be located right next to the marketplace. Wow. And he's going to water it from the air with a helicopter. <laughs> in case there's a drought, he's going to bring water in with the helicopter. My God. <laughs> well, listen, Coach O, like I said, I'm not saying your name again. <laughs> um, God bless you, man. I mean, God keep you and God continue to open the doors for you, continue to give you the strength that you need. May he continue to bless your family to keep you all together because I because it can be a challenge, I'm sure, at times. Uh, I'm sure you've had challenges, things you've had to overcome. Sacrifices. Man, I, we didn't even get a chance to talk about that. Sacrifices that you made as a young man to serve other people. And uh, I just, we know that there's challenges. We know that the enemy is not happy about it when we start helping other people. But uh, our prayers are going to be with you. I'm going to continue to pray for you. Uh, I'm going to continue to stay in contact with you. I'm going to give of myself whenever and wherever I can, as you seem or deem necessary. I don't know that I'm going to go online and fill out the application like everybody else. <laughs> Cause I may get booted out. <laughs> that's just, that system going to boot me out, man. Get out of here. You can't come in here. <laughs> so I'm just going to deal with you directly. Is that okay? <laughs> And y'all, yeah, if you go into the system and you try to get in the volunteer, you get booted out, give me a call. <laughs> Email me here at the Friar Place and we'll see what we can do. <laughs> but listen, go go to theopportunity.org, theopportunity.org if you want to volunteer or even if you just want to give a donation, please, let's continue to, to be a part of this great organization, support this great organization that's right here in Burlington County, in Burlington, New Jersey. You may not be from Burlington, New Jersey, but there's quite a few of you who are here today who are watching, whether you're Wanda and you went down to North Carolina, you used to live up this way. My mom is on. Mom, you're right up the street from uh, from Burlington. God bless you. Let me see if I can get this cursor over here. Okay. Uh, who else? Cheryl Williams, uh, Pastor Winsley. Yeah, he's local. God bless you. Let's David Hunt. God bless you, Vinny. I know you're local and you own a food store and a, and a, uh, a smoothie uh, business. Come on, let's get involved. Greg Myers, he's all the way in Nebraska. You can give a contribution, a monetary contribution, Greg. It'll be all right. <laughs> and Sid, we know you're involved. Hope, Kiki, Richard, come on, let's do something. Let's spread the word. Yeah. Listen, brother, thanks for being with us today. Uh, Saya Asmuso. No, Amuso. I, no, I didn't say it right. <laughs> say Amuso. I got it, right? That's right. Say it right. No, you say it. You say it. Say Omuso. Omuso. See, I didn't say it. I said Amuso. Omuso. Say Omuso. Coach O. <laughs> Listen, brother, God bless you. Um, this will not be the last time we talk. I thank you so much for being on the show with us today, for taking your time out of your busy schedule to be with us. I hope that uh, people see this, whether they've been watching live or they see this at a later time and uh, take action, get involved yes, because this is something that is, in my opinion, it's 
definitely necessary, but it's something that should not be transpiring here in this country. We have a great country. We have everything that we, we should have, everything that we need, and everybody should be uh, partaking in that. There should not be homeless. There should not be people who are uh, don't have food on the table. There's, that should not happen in this country, but it is. So yep. people like you who are doing some about something about it, uh, we need to stand with you and stand for you and continue to support you. Bro. So thank you very much for being with us today, and uh, we'll talk with you soon, all right? Yes, sir. You got, thank you. you got any last words for the people? Uh, no, I appreciate you being on the uh, – having me on the show honestly. And, um, I look forward to, you know, the outreach again, if that application doesn't work, give us a, give us a call. That's right. We like talking to folks anyways. <laughs> I put that in his mind. It'll work. That's right. I'm look, this brother's too organized, too organized. And he's got things too tight for that website not to work. It, trust me, it's going to work. <laughs> and, and, and if you get kicked out, you're supposed to be kicked out of it. <laughs> Love you, man. I holler, all right? Thank God you, bless you. All right, God bless you. Oh, that was a great show. Love love him. I love the work he's doing. Feeding people, created a marketplace to feed people, creating a, a educational institution that uh, socially and economically and physically and educationally for people in every stage of their life to bring support to them, whether they're in, whether you're a newborn in elementary school or you're in a grade school or middle school, I should say, or high school, or even afterwards in college and your life after college, he's addressing every area, those five areas of our lives that are important for us to recognize where we are and how to maximize those areas so that when we advance to the next area of our lives, we're going in, uh, hitting the ground running with, with an advantage, you know, prepared for that next stage of our lives. It's awesome. Awesome. What he's doing. Coach O right here in Burlington County in Burlington, New Jersey. Remember the opportunity, go to the opportunity.org, the opportunity.org, or you can check him out on social media or check them out on social media, Facebook, Instagram on the O lounge. No, not lounge league. It's the O league. I'm sorry. The O league is what they're called. And that's on social media, the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, the O league, the letter O league, check them out. Uh, those of you who are nearby, let's help out. Let's be a help to this brother. Let's assist this brother. It's a great organization. Uh, let's give of ourselves. If you're not doing anything like that already, what are you doing? Are you just taking up space and sucking up air until you die? No, we're supposed to help one another. We're supposed to assist one another. We're supposed to be there for one another. The song says, if I can help somebody along the way, then my living will not be in vain. Yes. Who are you helping? Who are you assisting? You know, God doesn't provide for us, for us to make it and then to forget everybody who's behind us. No, when we make it, when we walk through that door, that door that's been opened for us, we're supposed to reach back and help somebody else. Yep. We make it to the top. We're supposed to reach down and help pull somebody else to the top. So that's all for today. I'm done. I mean, he's, he said it all. Coach O said it all young man who removes every excuse that any of us might have for being lazy. 
my gosh. And not only is he just working a job, but he's, he's doing for others. How rare is that today? 38-year-old young man. God bless him, and God's blessings remain upon him. Continue to give him the energy, the strength, the mindset that he needs. <laughs> Great discussion. Aye, Omuso. I don't know. I don't know who. I don't know if that's his Mrs. Is, that, is this Mrs. Omuso? <laughs> Great discussion. We are proud of you, Coach. Oh, mom and dad. Oh, it's mom and dad. Okay, mama, mama Omuso. God bless you. Thanks for being on today. Thanks for watching. You've been hanging in there, and you hear me uh, ranting here at the uh, end of the show. Um, but man, I'm I'm just very very impressed with your son. I am. Um, not that you know we haven't had other folk or other type folk that are doing great things on this show we have but this is just dear to my heart and that's why I continue to talk about it that's why I continue to stay on 11 minutes 11 minutes longer than we normally are because I'm just I'm just so excited I'm so impressed and I'm so elated with what he is doing because it's rare today particularly when you're talking about a 38 year old young black man my gosh god bless him so thank you mother muso thank you god bless you wanda thanks for being with us today mama thank you zori she said hello sorry my niece said hello uncle y'all see that in the comments <laughs> hello zori or zoro i call her zoro zoro what's going on Stuart, winrow god bless you brother cheryl williams god bless you pastor winsley god bless you i don't know if you're still on or not but thank you for coming in. If you stayed in just for a minute, thank you. David Hunt, thank you, brother. God bless you, bro. Vinny Capriati, Shelly, Greg Myers. I don't know if you're still there. Sid, bless you, brother. Thank you. Kiki, I think I said Wanda. Richard Melton, Dawn Winrow, thank you for being on today and your support. I said Richard Melton. I said Hope. I didn't say Hope Wiley. Hope, God bless you. Y'all, we're out of here. We'll see you next week. We have a great, oh my gosh, our guest next week, you're not even going to be able to guess. You'll never be able to guess anyway, but this is going to be one of the best shows in terms of uh, information, in terms of things that that will surprise you and accomplishment from someone who you wouldn't think would be able to accomplish everything, and it's a she, that she's accomplished. I don't know if I'm saying something that makes any sense or not, but we have another phenomenal guest for next week. Now, next week, just so you know, we're coming on a little bit later next week because next Friday is Good Friday, and I'm going to be in church, not at TNJ on Friday, but I'm going to be at church <laughs> at a Good Friday service at noon down at CCU uh, at 12 o'clock. So 12 o'clock noon. So we're going to come on a little bit later. So hit your notifications button so you see when we come on. Uh, it's going to be somewhere between 3 and 5. I can't tell you exactly just when I get back after the service and get myself together and get our guest lined up. Uh, then we're just going to come on. There's no specific time. So hit the notifications buttons if you can. Uh, those of you who have subscribed to the Fireplace on YouTube, that way you'll be notified when we go live but we are going to be live on this coming Friday, which is Good Friday. It just won't be at 
12 noon. It'll be sometime two, maybe three hours later, somewhere around two. I'm, I'm sorry, somewhere around three or four o'clock. I'm finished rambling. Uh, I'm going to see y'all next week. All right. Take care of yourselves. Don't forget to get involved. Theopportunity.org or on social media, The O-League, Facebook, Instagram. Thank you for your support. Thanks for coming in today here at the Friar Place where the conversations are fire. Yeah, it gets hot here sometimes. You have the fan. Woo! Hot fire. <laughs> See y'all next week. God bless you. Stay safe. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.